Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you, and on with the show. This next interview is brought to you by Ground Up, Building Big Ideas Together, an exhibition for babies to five-year-olds at ScienceWorks in Melbourne. When it comes to learning, our little ones are hungry beasts. There are so many questions both my kids ask me that I hardly ever know the answers to. Kindling producer Sally Knight spoke with Murphy Peoples from Melbourne Museum about the importance of STEM subjects, that is your sciences, technology, engineering and maths. It might come as a surprise that something like engineering can be interesting to a three-year-old. But as Murphy explains, there are so many ways we can foster our kids' curiosity, no matter what their age. Hi, my name's Murphy Peoples. I'm an experienced developer as part of our exhibitions team at Museums Victoria. And I've been based here at ScienceWorks for probably the last 18 months, uh, working solely on our new exhibition for babies to five-year-olds, which is called Ground Up, Building Big Ideas Together. So tell tell me about ground up what it's all about I know it involves STEM but that's all I know so I want you to sort of tell us a little bit more about what STEM is and how you've incorporated it into this exhibition at ScienceWorks. So I guess the initial inspiration for building this space was because we know our uh, our audience is evolving and changing. Uh, the western regions of Melbourne is one of the biggest growth corridors in Australia so we've got a lot of zero to four-year-olds in and around our local councils Uh, and you know the the space that most people were accessing here was actually really built for five to eight year olds called Nitty Gritty Super City and so we really wanted to build something that was for babies to five year olds with their needs in mind and with their needs leading uh, the design of the experiences and the exhibits and we know that STEM is becoming more and more a really important uh, aspect of education. STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering and Maths. And it's a cross-curricular experience. So it's, you don't just study one thing by itself. It, it's bringing all of those four areas together. Um, so you would do lots of creative problem-solving uh, with real-world problem, real problems, um, cr- getting children to design and create and engineer these solutions. Uh, and, you know, using technology, which doesn't have to be digital. You know, we often think of technology as being iPhones and iPads and all things you plug in, but technology can be simple machines, so gears, levers. I mean, a, a wheelbarrow is a, is, a, is a simple machine. It's a lever. So we wanted to build something that... Um, used construction play as a theme, so um, using materials to build and create and design things and then underpinning that with STEM principles of all that creative problem solving and allowing children to just play open-endedly, like there's no one right way to solve these problems and often kids will come up with really different solutions that we wouldn't have thought of. Um, So I guess that's sort of been how uh, the exhibition evolved. And there's three different spaces. Talk me through how you 
get babies involved in STEM? Because yeah. there's a baby space for yeah. little, little, little ones. So how does that work? Yeah, so we've divided the space in zones sort of by age because we know that, you know, just how different a baby is, even to an 18-month-old, to a 3-year-old, to a 5-year-old. They all have really different needs and really different ways that they explore the world um, and really different ways that they want to play with their carers or not or have them watching or have them somewhere close by. So um, our baby zone, um, there's things to enjoy passively for really little babies, so some light play. We know um, children's eyesight really young children preference high contrast so there'll be some light play uh, the space is really comfortable so adults can be on the floor with their their really little ones uh, we've got some um, exhibits which are big discs that children spin that inside the discs have lots of different materials so exploring how different things move in space and just giving them that um, sort of a, a, a protected zone for them that allows them to explore the world to the best of their capabilities and explore their environment safely. Um, our next zone, I guess the next age bracket up is the toddlers, sort of that 18 month through to your sort of three-year-old. So the experiences in that area are really all about tinkering. So um, making and designing and reiterating your design. And so things there... Um, Oh, and no sharing you know we know little kids don't want to share so we're making sure that those experiences in that zone particularly you don't have to rely on waiting your turn so much so there's lots of things for everyone to play in parallel with each other um, and the types of experiences there there'll be some block play on a beautiful colored rainbow led table there'll be some uh, foundational coding skills so looking at making sequences and matching patterns so getting coding in there really early uh, and uh, we've, our, I guess that what's sort of proved to be our most popular when we've been prototyping and testing all these experiences has been our wind tubes, our flight exhibit. So using foam pieces with Velcro to create your own flying contraption. Um, and then you see how well did that fly? What can I do to make it fly faster or spin or hover? Or how big can I make it before it stops working? So really iterating your design there. Um, and then our last zone is, I guess, more of a collaborative zone. So where children need to work together, they need to use their social skills um, and they have common goals that they're working towards. They still can be pretty open-ended, um, but they do need to sort of have those social skills. So things are a bit bigger, a bit more physical, a bit more in-body experiences. They're learning lots of different skills at all different mm -hmm. developmental ages. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's perfect. It's a wonderful space. So do you have any tips for parents about coming perhaps to science works bringing their kids along and then going home and continuing those conversations mm -hmm. and expanding on those experiences mm -hmm. with those why questions yeah. you know <laughs> i guess the thing is kids are really natural born scientists you know they they spend every day trying to work out how the world works you know what happens if i roll this down the hill or what happens how high can i stack my blocks before they fall over or uh, you know so they're already experimenting and sometimes it's just about asking them questions. Oh, what are you making there? Tell me about what you've made. Um, what are you going to do next? How would you do it differently next time? So actually just having lots of open-ended questions can be a really nice way to explore things scientifically. Um, and I guess, you know, you can set yourself up for things where 
you have a problem in that maybe you have a real problem in your garden like we've got um snails or i don't know so there's something in that's real that's a problem that you need to solve and you provide a whole range of materials and you might have been talking you know in the lead up about ideas of how you might solve it but ultimately working with your child to solve a real problem in your garden or in your house or how could we fix this or how could we change it and make it better um so I think that's a a way we can do STEM at home um and sometimes just naming the things that we're doing as different areas of STEM so oh you know you're being a really good scientist I love your way you're experimenting um or I mean a classic one from Dinosaur Train where Buddy the T-Rex always says, I have a hypothesis. That's an idea you can test, you know. Like, let's, what are our hypotheses? What can we test? Um, when you're doing building, you're being a really great engineer. Let's do some counting. How many apples have we got in the bowl? You know, that's maths. So there's, there's, there's just so much we can do at home. And kids are already doing it naturally. Sometimes maybe it's more about the adults realising the science that's there and helping um, encourage those skills. So naming what you're doing, mm, yeah. giving it some context, yeah, making right. it a little, normalising it a little bit yeah, more, and I think, less scary. Yeah, and I think, you know, when you ask, if you ask a child to describe a scientist or, you know, draw a scientist, it often it's, it's the man in glasses in a white coat in a lab laboratory, but actually that's that's a really narrow aspect of science and scientists do all sorts of amazing things and you know, I guess, you know, we have people working at the museum who are research scientists that are entomologists, so they're finding out all about bugs. We've got paleontologists digging up lots of amazing fossils. And so there's all these different avenues into science that's more than just a lab coat in a laboratory. Um, And, you know, I guess that sort of imagery of of scientists um, is often male-dominated, and we really want to encourage um, young girls that science is for them. Uh, It's not for boys it's for everyone and and we really want to encourage young girls to get into science that was kindling producer sally knight speaking with murphy peoples from science works at the melbourne museum about ways we can encourage and inspire our kids to explore stem subjects and how we can nurture that curiosity at home That interview was brought to you by Ground Up, Building Big Ideas Together, an exhibition for babies to five-year-olds at ScienceWorks in Melbourne. Hi, we're the Beanies. Get your child off screens and into their imagination as we explore how bubbles are made. What's in a sneeze? Achoo! And what's with the weather today? Professor Know-It-All knows. Hello, beanies. Hello. The The Beanies. A podcast just for kids. Subscribe now on iTunes or listen anytime on the Kindling app.